Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Afternoon, Laurie and Julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Well, we had lots of rain today. That's good because everything will green up practically overnight. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is a nappy kind of a day. Oh yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Rain, 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 rain. Yep, but yep. you know what? It's it's uh it's different from yesterday, and I didn't have to take a damn walk. Oh god. <laughs> Okay, this is what... That's really what I was going yeah, to right. I went to bed last night. I'm like, please let it, let it rain tomorrow so I don't <laughs> so have, I have to, to go on a walk. So I don't have to go on a walk and just so I can break up my new routine. And I actually did something I hadn't done in five weeks. Went to Lund's. Oh, you went grocery shopping. I... Yes. I rebelled. I didn't have Triscuits. I oh, didn't have Gouda. Shopping. I didn't have pink lemonade. We had no little schoolboys. I wanted what is to a have, school boy? You know the little petite eclier little schoolboys. It's the little uh, square biscuit with a square piece of chocolate on top. Oh my gosh! I rebelled. We had no <laughs> biscuits with chocolate on top. I could handle it. No, I, that's my favorite yeah. snack: is triscuits and gouda and a glass of lemonade, just like you know, t- just to have a little handful. Mm-hmm. And then maybe followed up with a little schoolboy or whatever. <laughs> and I just was, and I wanted to have tacos for dinner and oh, I didn't have good. any lettuce. And oh. I just thought, Casey has been going, he's done, doing all the grocery shopping because he's like, you're going into work every day. But I mean, I wanted to see well, you my people it. at I Lund's. Know I know it. So I saw Bobby and I saw my one guy that, you know, he helps me out with the groceries and the distancing was... People are doing it, and then People they wipe down it. after every person. There were person. no cleaning products, and the no, meat were... was getting thin. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, I mean, it was getting you know. But it was Picked Tuesday. Over. This is a this is a repacking day at TJ Maxx and and at Lunds. <laughs> Grocery stores get repacked every day. Lori. I know, but I I'm just it. thinking there was a lot of meat to be unpacked later because oh. I was there early at like seven thirty. Oh wow! You okay, know, I snuck in with the seniors. And the busiest part of the... Did oh, you get carded? No, I didn't. Really? No one was carding. I'm reporting you. Yeah. Um, you know what the busiest part of the whole damn place was? La bakery area. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. especially early in the morning. And everything's hand-wrapped in saran wrap. A bun. You know, they used to have them in a bin. They're all yeah. hand-wrapped. Right, it's, yeah, kind yeah. Of, it's completely different. But that was the busy part of oh, it. I you know. It. So anyway, it, that was my big, exciting adventure. And then getting to watch... Uh, you know, our Bachelor spinoff show, Listen oh. to Your Heart, went from a dating show with singing to a singing competition with dating. I They flipped it. I absolutely love this show. And they less, needed to flip it because we yes. were getting tired of the um, Drama dating between. show with singing. And then it became a singing show with dating because we had celebrity judges, Jason Mraz, Mraz and Kesha, and then JoJo... And the bat and, and Rogers, Aaron Rodgers, they're a brother. cute couple. They were cute. 
They still were together because they met on The Bachelorette. She was the bachelor. I think she was the one. Jojo, it. I don't it's know. What good. It, it's good though. It got good again, got good. and I liked it. the The drama was. Who knew Jason Mraz was such a petty bitch? And who knew? I mean, he really had some good oh. snarky things. Always oh, criticizing. And Kesha yes. can't. She does she not have a poker face. No, she's she could read everything, but she's not Kesha with the dollar sign anymore. Did you notice that? Oh, she's interesting. Kesha with an S. She's I thought gonna, she looked really pretty. I like the short bangs and the dark hair on her. Darlene. I was I, going crazy with the fingernails that were tied together by a chain. I just oh, I didn't had to stop looking that. at those. Yeah, All of her nails had a chain connected oh. to the next finger. It seems so awkward. Well, it felt very musical. Like I felt yeah. like it was just a theatrical thing for the sure. show. Yeah, you know, it sure. added to yeah. the whole, you know, sort of bohemian you know, and um, this is on Monday. This is on ABC. If you haven't watched it, I thought it was. Over. I know, but it was yeah. kind of fun because to see these people being paired up and have to sing together, and some of them worked, and some really didn't work. No, their voices didn't work together. I, I, I completely was excited to have something good to watch. It was something different. Yeah. It was something different. And Jason was just. I mean, when he said about the one couple, she's soaring all <gasps> around you. Like her wings are going to take off. How do you feel that you're not as, as good, good as her? Yeah. Basically, the Hollywood speak. She's so much better than you. Can oh. you handle it? I mean, his takes were pretty. They were so hot you could put them in an oven and and bake them because he, they were he was i mean who knew the baby making jason raz with his ever-present fedora on could be such a i love him such so a was he too severe no, no we loved it, oh, loved no, it. Loved and it. he's such a petite pocket man yeah i hope he comes back i, I don't think keep judging now i don't think for a second that kesha and jason raz and the other couple decided who was going home. I think the producer said, what's the most boring couple? They're out of here, and then let's keep the drama, Julia. That's right. There's this Julia gal that just can't decide who she likes. But the person who did all the destruction was that guy, Brandon. Six yeah. people left because of his uh, wishy-washiness. Anyway, and he can't even sing. No, I know. He's like the worst. I know. Oh, so anyway, anyway it's good. It's I thought good. so too. There, I love the scalding takes by uh, Jason Mraz, and there were a lot of people, you know, because there are entertainment shows that are reviewing this show every week, and they also I loved it. The consensus was, "Whoa, who knew Jason could be so uh, snarky?" Yeah, Biachi, I, and and no one believed that um, the judges decided what couple to go home. That was definitely a producer who's not bringing the chemistry and the drama. Oh, 100%. Because those people that did go home, they had better voices than the people that stayed. But so, so boring. I could, beyond. beyond not memorable. I'm not going to open up to you. Yeah. I can't. It takes me six months. And discovered. What? Hugh Jackman can really act. Of course he can, Lori. Bad education. Well, yeah. Bad education, it's though. He good. was in HBO. Uh, did you watch it? I seen. I see an. I seen it. I see nominations for him. Oh, so you watch Bad Education? It was on HBO. Weird that it was on Saturday night, but it's just a two-hour movie mm-hmm. based on a true story. It happened out on Long Island in two thousand and two with a superintendent and with Allison Jenny. But you loved it. It was really good, right, and he was kind of a revelation in it. Uh, He's a great actor, Lori. But we just haven't really uh, seen him in that many things where he gets to act. Really you haven't act. seen the one where he's the the greatest the showman. Wolverine? The, well, yeah, oh, but I mean well, that's not yeah. really acting. That's more that's the special effects. Yeah, he's good looking. That, you can, but I mean, he really. 
I mean, he plays. I mean, he's. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't it's want to a, give anything no, away, no, but it's, it's a, a true. It's, a, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing story. <laughs> and the kid who wrote the screenplay went to high school when this happened because this happened back in 2002. I okay. think it was published in the high school newspaper. The, yeah, Donnie, we're not giving anything away. Well, but no, that's not by coming, saying that. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Wait a minute, Lori. Wait a minute, yeah. Lori. I want to go back to when we went to the world premiere of Australia in New York City in 2008. Okay, but that was so long ago. We haven't seen oh, Hugh Jackman just yeah. have a juicy kind of transformative movie. And um, um, it... You know the one that we didn't see, though, that he yeah. had a big role was the front runner when he played Gary Hart. We never saw that. So maybe he was good. But I'm excited but about knowing about this. But that's way long ago again. I'm just saying that he hasn't stretched his acting fingers. In a year. And toes. <laughs> and he stretches it in a way that eyebrows will be raised up and down. I'm excited. And sideways. All right, I'm excited to see and this. And I'm not going to say why I'm saying that because I'm giving away something. I don't want to know anything about it. I want to be Al- delighted. And Allison Janney, she is uh, really turning out to be the character actor. That She's Meryl Streep. And everything. And Ray Romano. Was he in this too? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. We uh, we, we know a lot about this. Yes, we do. Just it's It's recommended. Very much recommended. Okay, good. Okay, listen, we'll be right back. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want, with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at MyTalk1071.com, keyword app. Well, my niece, Marissa, asked me, are you and Julia basically actresses? Because she follows us on Insta. <laughs> and she said, Is that what we're calling outside it? Outside of Leslie Jordan, we're her favorite thing oh. on uh, Quarantine Insta Watch. Well, She's 21. That's nice. She wouldn't say that to me because I'm they don't her lie. aunt. Well, she doesn't lie. I'm her aunt. Yeah. I'll give her money no matter what. <laughs> she has no motivation. Exactly. I understand. But she's like, you two are actresses. Because she really was enchanted with Sue Strange, Serpent Queen. I don't feel like enough people looked at it, but I'm trying not to let my feelings get hurt. <laughs> Julia today is giving us a tour a la... Um, I'm Susie. Doris Day, Susie Sunshine, doing case Rasra and meeting some new friends that you have yes, uh, that you're in my quarantine. quarantine friends. That's right. Uh-huh. So that's posted up there. But uh-huh. anyway, it's, I, I'm telling you, the pressure is real though, because tomorrow's your day. Because Lori and I flip off every other day to come up with something. I luckily have come up with. I told my niece, yes, we are actors in our minds. Uh huh. And I'm more of a singer. You're more of a singer. In you tend mind. to the singing. I do. And I tend to coming. I have three now reoccurring characters. Tell us who they are. Well, we've got Sue Strange, mm-hmm. Serpent Queen. We've got Lady Exercise. Uh-huh. And then we have Lynette Look. Beltro. You really and then I look mean, at your acting repertoire. And then Elvis, Lori, community theater is gonna come oh, and s- 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 you. 
Come, Lorene. And, Donnie, anytime you've got a great idea, just go oh, right okay. ahead. Yeah, I'll we know you, know you won't. I know. Yeah, it's an empty gesture to you, just as the words back are empty. Yes. Yeah. So at least we know we're holding empty cups. <laughs> This is this is such a good thing to know about yourself, and I think that's why the three of us work because we know the BS. That's right. Uh-huh. That's we all right. know it's real. Yeah, but I know how to sling it. That's yes. right. Uh, but here's the deal: I did look up something today. Kesara mm-hmm. sara, and um, that's the Doris Day song. I'll tell you about it in random. Okay, good. I'll tell you about it in random. All right. Well, this was an interesting story that was on CBS this morning about there's starting to be. Like in any business, we're just going to focus on Hollywood because that's our normal business that's that we lane. chat about. Yeah, yeah we, we're not usually t- talking about all this other stuff, but Hollywood is really on hold. And what does that look like and what's going to happen? Yeah. And like a lot of people are are really going, oh my gosh, Succession is not going to be coming back on time. Oh. They haven't even started filming or maybe they've only gotten through half of right. season three. So. It's a relief for people who want to catch up on shows, but for new stuff. So here's here's the report from CBS this morning. Coronavirus brought the release of Fast and Furious 9 to a screeching halt, delayed until next year. In fact, many of the highly anticipated blockbusters like No Time to Die, the latest James Bond film, and Disney's Mulan are now in a holding pattern that could be devastating for movie theaters. There's roughly 5,000 now in the United States. When this is over, we might see something like around 3,800, 4,000. Anthony D'Alessandro is box office editor at Deadline.com. You think this could knock out 25% of the nation's movie theaters? Sure, absolutely. I mean, that just kind of makes you sick, doesn't it? Because it's... That's like people do like going to the movies. People like doing everything, everything, and that's what we're finding out. And all and <laughs> was that a little sharp? It, I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah, it Today's was. Today's my edge. Are your is your skin inside out today? Pretty much, and that's kind then of an this interesting. Story might um, relax it? No, it won't no. relax you. So let's <laughs> continue playing it so okay. your skin can stretch even ah, further. Fantastic. The motion picture association. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Association says entertainment productions support nearly three quarters of a million jobs in California alone and $68 billion in wages. Film LA says back in February, just in Los Angeles, nearly 1,100 productions were shooting. By the end of March, there were none. 
Some studios are sending new releases straight to streaming services with movies like Trolls World Tour. It was an experiment. That movie did fantastic, but make no mistake, uh, the studios aren't giving up on theatrical releases. Event films like Mulan won't be able to make a billion dollars in the home on VOD. It needs a theatrical, it needs a global theatrical release. And the same with like yep. Quiet Place, Place two. 2. That was going to come yep. out March 17th, right when everything shut down. They can't afford to have that go straight to demand because it was going to do huge exact worldwide it's business. It's got to be really, uh, it's a catch-22, really. And people don't, you know, and I do sometimes think that there's a lot of like dismissiveness sometimes about Hollywood. But when you think about what it, I'm just saying, you know, yes, as something serious and yeah. or whatever, but it's so much money. It's like the hospitality small business restaurant thing. It makes up so much of America's jobs. Yes, it does. It's just kind of amazing. We'll just play the last one, Donnie. When theaters do open again, it will likely be a very different experience. You'll be spaced one seat or two seats apart from the next person. You're going to see auditorium levels at a 50% capacity. And what's on the screen could change as well. Actor Gabrielle Carteris of 90210 fame is president of SAG-AFTRA, representing working and now many out-of-work actors. She says social distancing on set will be difficult. The way the shows are written, the way the shows are shot, the way... The way the actors interact? Everything. It's going to be all different. And in turn, that's going to change what people see on the screen. That's right. It's going to change exactly what they see on the screen, how the stories are being told, what are the stories that are going to be told. Now, this is the famous Chinese theater in the heart of Hollywood. It has been closed since March. Some states are going to allow movie theaters to reopen this week. But we spoke with AMC and Cinemark, and they both say they're going to wait to open their doors nationwide until some of those midsummer blockbusters arrive. We also spoke to an up-and-coming actor who says this is especially hard for people like him because they supplement their acting incomes by working at restaurants. Yeah, of it's, course. Most yes. of them do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, the whole TV thing, everything is just kind of on hold. All I can think of is everyone, come, Bill Gates, please. I know. He's focusing all of his efforts on a vaccine. Mm-hmm. He and he, a billionaire group, he's got, it was in uh, the Wall Street Journal yesterday, and it's a dozen of Americans, yeah. top scientists, and a collection of billionaires in the industry have teamed up to, uh, to, to move forward the vaccine out. so that we don't have to have this cloud you know, for just this indeterminate amount of time, which I just think people are, you know, starting to lose it. Mm-hmm. And so go, go, go. I'm just thinking, can you throw money at science fast enough? It, it, uh, it's, it, it's testing, it's testing, it's testing and retesting. I'm trying it this way, I'm trying that right. I'm trying on this person. Trying on but I the mean, money doesn't speed it up. They still have to be very, very, very thorough. Because I think people yeah. are working 24-7, yeah. you know, on this big time. But it's just, Damn. Well, they did have a cool story on GMA about this halo vaporizing, defogging thing. Mm -hmm. Did you see that story? Yeah, for masks. They're doing something like that at Regions right now. Masks, they're doing it in ambulances and the company that's made. And so I thought, okay, that's good because that's a way that they can. They're trying to find good stories now. Well, (laughs) but ways that schools and theaters and businesses could be clean. And you know that they're safely yes. clean because of this vaporizing, fogging thing. So that was okay. a good positive. I thought it was. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be back. Uh, we've got Paul Folger joining us from KSP.
Come on, I, I, man. I can't answer for Jeez. the vice president, but I can tell you that on his tour, he's learning more about the efforts to boost COVID-19. You know, Mayo Clinic, the state and University of Minnesota, they've partnered. We're, we're drastically trying to ramp up testing here so we can get more people in and more people out because just yesterday, 15 more people died from the virus. 301 people. So, And, and unfortunately, the majority of these are in these long-term care facilities. You know... Um, but what's Pence doing with the info? I mean, I hope he's not hijacking our test. That's, right. That's my number one worry. I think he's just getting information okay. and learning about All these right. things. So we'll find out more today at five and six on what he talked about specifically on his tour. So also, you know, there is a type of business that always does well in this. Um, that is liquor sales. Oh, are they through the rough liquor sales? We took a little tour today. Yeah. What do you think we found? <laughs> I think sales are up oh. by forty percent. A hundred. We went all over the metro, and Eric Chalou is going to have more on this. But I'm going to give you a couple of hints and a couple of little sneak peeks. What do you think? Let's do it. So over in Saint Anthony Village, they say they have never seen anything like it. Big sales, mm-hmm. big big sales. We went to Mound. They've got big sales. They set a record. Are you ready? More than $33,000 a daily record. Oh, wow. Sales. Well, and I guess, too, I should say we miss going to bars and restaurants and ordering our drinks. I mean, I can't believe how bad I miss a bar. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A dive bar, a fancy bar, a hotel bar, an airport bar. I mean, that's. And you do wonder when those are going to open back up like they were yeah. and if they if they are. So we're talking to kind of the liquor sales managers that, that yeah. kind of do the whole cities. So uh, this is across the city there so that we got the, those numbers. Um, and then the biggest one that we found, 61%. Any guess on what city? Um, metro Saint Paul. City. St. Paul. So suburban Metro City. Edina. Lakeville. 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 I'm just thinking of every place I've lived. I haven't lived in Lakeville yet to increase the sales. Yeah, you would be contributing to that if you lived in Lakeville. Don't you get me wrong. I'm doing my part. It is what it takes. You know, so many people are doing their part, and healthcare providers in Minnesota are helping out with curbside checks. I really like the sound of this. These are for non-COVID checkups, right? Mm-hmm. M Health Fairview is doing some of these. So you can go over there, you can get your shots, your blood pressure check, some injections, and you don't have to step foot inside a health clinic. What do you think? They come out to your car? Yeah. Coming out to the car. Wow. I like it. Yeah. I think it's a really good idea because their goal is to reduce your risk to any Mm COVID-19 situations. Mm -hmm. You know, I mentioned yesterday, I had to go to the doctor's office, and when I went in, I don't know if I mentioned this, they were right in the front, talking to people, asking them what they were there for, who they were seeing, and all of those things. Not my doctor's office. I'm talking about the building when you walked in. So I like seeing this. So there's two places where where M-Health Fairview is doing this, and you need to have an appointment. It's Woodbury and Brooklyn Park locations. So those are the spots where you've got to get an appointment to do that, Mm -hmm. right? That's good. That's that's good that they're making it convenient and that's safe for everybody. I think it, yeah. I think it will make a difference. You know, I think it helps because you don't have to walk in there, even if it just helps mentally. Right. You know, I yeah, because you do kind of have to go. Okay, do I have my hand sanitizer, my mask, my gloves? Mm-hmm. How? What's my plan? 
Are you guys at the point where you look at other people and you think, where's your mask? Where's your mask, man? I'm I'm trying not to be. We don't go out to enough public places. You're not. Yeah. I mean, I I was at the grocery store today. I didn't see one person not wearing a mask. I I couldn't. There wasn't anybody for me to even look at them and say it. I'm going to say that. I'm just going to say people are livid that we allowed the vice president of the United States to go into our Mayo Clinic to be around hospital to be around all the testing, all the six people when everyone else had to wear a mask and, and he didn't. Yeah, I know it. It's it's going to it's it's such a bad look. It would have been such an easy thing for him to be a good example. Paul, people, you're I, that's going to your your phone I lines. know that you can't make I can't a comment speak for the vice president. I don't know. I but can't. I'm just saying the the visual on this the people optics. there's just the internet's blowing up over this one mm-hmm. because people are like, "Come on. Why everybody are we on? else is doing it yeah. and what? You don't have to." I mean, it just it it's not good. It's not a good look and yeah. Sorry, we just I hear what you're saying. It's very upsetting. Can I leave you with one nice so when story? When you said are we yes. upset a with nice people story? not can wearing I, masks? Yes. Can I bring yes. can I can I bring you down a notch oh, on, okay. on a bring happy us a note? Good story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, listen to this the bike rental company Nice Ride. So we've, I think we've talked about this before. They announced uh, if you're a healthcare worker during the coronavirus outbreak, they are going to let you ride their bikes. 60 minute trips for free for 30 days. This was supposed to expire next week. So they're going to go all, all the way through June 5th on this. So oh, you can wow. just sign up through your employer, which is really nice. I don't know if you guys saw, we did a story yesterday that bike sales are through the roof. Yes. Mm-hmm. Through the roof. Yeah. I think they it, don't require bikes, a hoop or a net. Bikes and booze. Well, <laughs> bikes and booze. It's, it's gonna the, be a new marathon. Going, yeah. Yeah. Well it's fun to get out and ride your bike and a lot of people haven't done it for a long time. Yeah. You yes. can also if you're if you go to work via transit, you can always take your, your bike. Yeah, you, you can. Know, there's That's a lot right. of commuter routes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So as the weather warms up, it's just something else to think about. And that's what this really program is designed to do on the bike rental. So if you ride your bike and you can take it to work and that sort of thing. And so that helps out. Yeah, that's cool. All right, ladies. Nice. Thank All right, you, Paul. Paul. We'll talk to you at 530. Okay, you got it. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Let's let's listen to Prince Harry. So everyone's getting into reading, Julia. Why don't we start reading? Because I you want Julia to start reading? <laughs> Your mic is off. Actually, actually, this is kind of interesting because I swore on one of the books that's being read to me right now. It's Carrie Miller. Oh, from MP. I swear this woman's voice sounds like her. And I well, maybe Carrie does read books. I don't She's know. She's got a lovely. Because years ago, you were going to start reading being a one nine hundred number. If my memory serves me correctly. <laughs> no, I wanted to read like lewd and lascivious. I know, you know like same short thing. stories. Yes. penthouse letter. Yes, book. swinging and swapping. Why don't we domination have... disciple? <laughs> Swing three's a crowd. Oh boy! Are you sure three? Three's a crowd. Oh my gosh, Lori! In a be, good way. It would yeah, be right. hysterical. Maybe you should read a little something tomorrow for us. Well, the I'm dirty work- mother goose. I'm working on a new character. You know, besides my really? three. Yeah. Why? Why don't you just go deep into these characters? Why do you have to move on? You're I bored. have a short attention Same. span. I want to wear new wigs and use new dialects. Okay. <laughs> Which one are we working on today? You're Polish? No, today, well, no, today we're going to listen to Prince Harry. Do you know what book is celebrating 
75 years. I know you had this picture book. Thomas the Tank. That's right. Thomas the Tank Engine. 75. And this is kind of a cute story because he um, is voicing the new book. And the new book talks about Thomas the Tank Engine going to visit the Queen and his dad, Prince Charles. And there's old pictures, obviously, of Prince Harry when he was a little boy wearing the backpack of Thomas the Tank. Tank. Thomas the Tank cartoon makes kids smile. That is a happy, happy, you know, choo-choo engine. I mean, it's really a happy cartoon. And it's... Lessons. It's very well known. It's known universally, yes, Universally. so. So let's listen to him read a little. Okay. This year, Thomas and Friends is celebrating 75 years of friendship and teamwork. The story starts late one afternoon on the island of Sodor. That's it. That's it. The island of Sodor? Sodor. Sodor. Oh, Sodor. I just love, I would love, if Harry were my (laughs) husband, I would make him read to me. Just a a couple lines. (laughs) You could. From Pentel's letters. Of course. Lori, you're a one Darling, darling, why don't you read me something from Swinging and Swapping? Swinging and swapping. Honest oh, to Pete. God. I know you would. I feel like you could read a little. You could do a limerick. Uh, you haven't done a limerick in a little while. Well, no, I could be some kind of a naughty. I wish I could figure out if I could stay in that accent long enough. That's well, which part. one? Well, and I, I don't Any know how to do. Well, I can do lady exercise pretty well. Yes, an English accent kind of, or what are we going to Well, call? I went to YouTube and I found a guy who taught me the difference between a posh English accent, okay. but also kind of one, what do you call it, Donnie, the other the, side? Just the a mean, cockney. A kind cockney. Of cockney. Okay. What's class? the difference? Well, oh, it's a lot of differences. And I, if we had time, I could we, just play that guy and he could just He do could it. just but talk to us. Casey's like, well, he goes, when I was coming up with her, you know, on my, mm-hmm. you know, the one hour of inspiration, he goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm learning how to talk tough. You know, yes, kind yes, of fancy. Yes, yes. You know, so the, like, uh, like they really a, a fancy British accent really enunciates the T's. Oh, you know, I learned like, little things like the okay. letter. Okay, you know, Te-era. yeah, they do that. <laughs> and 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 they then a Cockney, yeah. they let the, the thing trail sure. off in be, it. Okay, in it, yeah. Letter. Okay, or calling Keith Keith. Keith is my in favorite. In certain parts of England, in, they, the TH is an F. Is it, and she, this yes. this guy went into it. I did one for a Southern. I mean, everything's on YouTube. You are right about that. You know? Mm-hmm. In case he was talking to his son. And his son, normally, uh, he's got a couple of, you know, uh, elder men in his life or olders. Uh, his dad and grandfather yeah. that could show him how to do something because he's a homeowner. So now you got to start learning how to do crap. You can just, uh, uh, Lori, I learned how to install a dish. Uh, um, dispos- That's what I mean. A, a, what's that thing under disposal? But sometimes one of the beautiful things about having an older coming over and showing you is that you can bond over while you're learning sure, it. And then you can have course. a cup of coffee or you go out to or lunch. Just or just that someone else is doing it and not you. But you can watch it. You need to watch someone do it. So he's like, yeah, dad, there's some with a pipe and I had to get it fixed and I YouTubed it and I fixed it. It's kind of amazing, too. Yeah. And it's free. It's kind yeah. of but amazing. He, he, I yeah. think, was like, kind of misses. I think he enjoys, like, Lori, doing it with course. somebody else. You know, it's kind of like. Everyone's missing, like, connection, yeah. anything. Yeah, it's so, it's so true. It's so 
true. All right, listen, we got to go because we are going to be talking. Julie, this might be our last author. Don't unless, even say that. Unless, calling Minnesota authors right now, Curtis well, Sittenfield. Well, no, don't say no, that. No, I'm calling no, no, Curtis no. Sittenfield. Yes, Cur- <laughs> Curtis Sittenfeld Feld. is her name. We want you on our show. She's our first author we ever had on for a book prep. Perhaps. She lives in Minnesota now, and she's a new book com- coming out that's a fictionalized novel called Rodham. And we also loved her book, American Wife. Um, wife. Oh, I love that book. But which the, is a fictionalized account of the first. Anyway, but we're looking for Laura Curtis Bush. Sittenfeld. Oh, is who we're right. looking for. Well, but, if you're willing to buy the books, we can, you know, because I just checked again with New York, and it's no, they're not sending. Well, out yeah, there's anything. no one to do it. Yeah. But Curtis lives here. She he probably has a couple, a couple copies. That's a good thought. Maybe she could, and yeah, then she could, br- you know, bring them in the mail. It. So Brian Freeman, who we've had on before, and we love his books. Love. Um, he dropped off a couple books for us to review. Yes, Thief love. River Falls is the book. We'll be right back with Brian. We're still the drive time divas, even if you're not doing too much drive time these days. You know, I don't drive anymore. Instead of the car radio, find us live or as a podcast on your smart speakers on the MyTalk app, and by clicking "Listen Now" at mytalk1071.com. Well, listen, if you need a great book to read with an amazing heroine and it's a total page turner, we are delighted. Brian Freeman is back and your latest book. It really came out the end of February, but we loved it. Thief River Falls. It's great to be with you. Oh, Brian. Brian it's gosh, so you're good. a good writer. How many books? <laughs> how many books have you written? You know, I think it's somewhere around 21, 22 at this point. It's, it, this is my 15th uh, anniversary year in the business. I, I just cannot believe it's been so long. And, of course, Brian Freeman, the Lieutenant Stride, uh, the detective novels that take place up in Duluth. I yes. still want to see that be like Bosch on Amazon. You know, we are actually working on it. In fact, this this past week, uh, they uh, they actually made public an announcement that uh, the AMC network is working on the idea of a stride series. So keep those fingers oh, crossed. Maybe we'll Brian, you're so good, Brian. I mean, it would be amazing because that is a solid show. Now, Michael Conley produces it, so I want you to be a producer on this show. I want you to get that credit because you know this character. And, um, but I mean, that's a really compelling, uh, series. Yes, it is. For Amazon. And that was it, like. It is, absolutely. In fact, we just, Marsha and I just watched season six this past weekend. And it, uh, you can't stop watching. It. And I feel like Lieutenant Stride, I don't know, there's something in how you write that really gets to, you get to an emotional place. You bring people there. It's, it's, and then. I mean, to do it with a consistent character over and over. Now, this book is completely different, it's These River Falls. Right. This was just unbelievable. I, I uh, sent you a message. You know, I had like maybe five chapters left, and I was just like, oh, my God, Brian, I can't put this book down. <laughs> yeah, Thief River Falls is, is a standalone, and, and it's, it's, it's one of my own personal favorites among everything I've written. I mean, this is a very emotional thriller, and, and with, a, with a heroine who is a thriller writer like me, I mean, I, I think I just felt a real connection to, to Lisa as a, as a heroine and a character. So it's a, uh, it's a book that's near and dear to my heart. Brian, will you do us a favor? Um, can you give everyone the setup so they know what it's about? 
Yeah, Thief River Falls uh, is uh, is is actually set in Thief River Falls up in northwestern Minnesota, and the the heroine is uh, a thriller writer named Lisa Power, and she has written a best selling novel called Thief River Falls, and uh, it, it that book sort of changed her life. But Lisa has gone through a lot of of tragedies in her life. She's she's lost a lot of family, and and she's feeling very alone and isolated. And uh, and then in the middle of the night. One night uh, outside her, her remote home north of Thief River Falls, a, uh, a young boy uh, shows up in the middle of the night, and he's, he's lost, and he's injured, and he doesn't know what's happened to him, and he needs help. And, and so he turns to Lisa for help, and uh, uh, as she tries to, to help this young boy, she, she starts to feel uh, as if some of the things from her own novel, Thief River Falls, begin to, to seemingly come to life. And uh, so it, it's, a, it's a very intense emotional psychological novel. And uh, I, uh, it was it was also a tough book to write. I mean, I just just before I uh, was on the phone with you folks, I, I made the mistake of of uh, going in and, and starting to reread those last couple of chapters, and oh. I'm finding myself choking up as I did. So. Oh my! And, and <laughs> you know, Brian, really, it it that was such a good. It's so good. I just we want can't to say, say thank you. More. No, yeah. we can't say anything about anything, but it's a great book, and thank you because Lord knows we need our entertainment. In, yeah, in and it was books. so. So good. And I don't think even Julia knows this, um, uh, Brian, and probably a lot of our people that, that are listening don't realize. So you have a new Jonathan Stride coming out in the fall, Funeral for a yeah, Friend. In, is in September, that's right. Okay, and then that you have been selected to be the new writer for the Jason Bourne novels. Yeah, really? that's that's really? right. That's right. Yes, as of uh, as of July, uh, the next Jason Bourne novel comes out uh, from me, and uh, it's it's it was just an unbelievably exciting. I mean, I was always such a, a huge Robert Ludlum. Fan Ditto. We are yes. too. Love Robert exactly. Ludlum. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the the Bourne the Bourne Identity probably oh. my all time favorite thriller. So the the chance to be able to to carry on his legacy and 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 keep on with the the Bourne character. I mean, it was just an amazing honor, and I, I had so much fun writing this new Bourne book. I can't wait for readers to enjoy Brian, that how, is like how did so that cool. happen? Yeah. How did you get chosen? I mean, is it the Robert Ludlum family or estate? It's, or? it's, the, it's the Robert Ludlum estate and, and Putnam has taken over the publishing of the books and, and they were looking for a for a new writer to carry on the series, and and my agent called and asked if I wanted to have my hat tossed in the ring. And, yes, uh, and of course, being such a huge Ludlum fan, I said, "Yeah, absolutely." And uh, several months went by, I, I didn't hear a thing, and I, I just sort of assumed, well, they they must have decided to go another way. But uh, I I got the call. Actually, I was I was up in Duluth about to do an event for the last uh, the last Stride novel, and uh, I I got a call. From my agent saying Putnam wants you for born. That and, means you uh, had the best so, twist. You had the best I, story. I wonder how many I, authors was, they got was, stories from. Do you know? I yeah, I I, I wonder. Uh, you know, and it was it was just it was a, it's such a fun book to write. It uh, it was. When is you know, that coming out? Very, my books are very you know intense and inside the head, right? and, and doing something that's so adrenaline driven and action driven. It was it was just a lot of fun to write. So when's the new born book coming out? Uh, July 28th is the schedule for The Born Evolution. You have That's to be on called. our show. Yeah, for that. Oh, Please. my gosh. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Because this is, this is first of all, you're just such a good writer. Mm-hmm. We This book, Thief for the River Falls, what is it like? We know this came out a couple months before, you know, 
everyone has been having the stay in place order. But what is yeah. this like for you, you know, not being able to do your usual tours and things like that? Are you finding connections virtually? Or? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, you know, I mean, for a writer, a stay at home order is, is really just kind of like, well, you know, Tuesday. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Which today but is. Had, <laughs> but we had so many, we had so many library events scheduled around the state. I think we had almost 25 library events scheduled between late March and, and mid-May. And we were going to be going all over the state doing events and talking about Fever Falls. And, and they all, you know, got postponed. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's, it's really sad because, you know, I, I do spend so much time, you know, inside in front of the computer writing that I, I love doing events and getting out and talking to readers in person. And, you know, Marsha always comes with me, and we just have a great time doing the events together. So, uh, so yeah, it was, really, it was really sad to feel that we had to postpone the events. But we were, we were really clear with the libraries that, you know, if this is, we're just postponing here. And right. as soon as the world settles down, we'll be, we'll be right back there. And, you know, we're encouraging people to please buy their books from local, local bookstores. bookstores because everybody's yeah. either mailing or doing curbside pickups. Yes. But let's yep. not yep. give that business to Amazon right now. Let's they are they're, they're selling enough other crap. Mm-hmm. Let's keep our book money here. Brian, we got <laughs> Brian, we got to ask yeah. you. We only have about a minute left. Can you tell us the last great book that you read? Oh, the last great book that I read. Well, you know, I just read Eric Larson's uh, The Splendid and the Vile, his, oh. his book about Winston Churchill and the Blitz. And uh, just just that- an amazing time to, to you know, to read about, uh, uh, you know, people going through such a, an intense, you know, lockdown period with all this violence around them. It, it, it you know, it, it, it hit home what they went through back during that time. And it kind of makes you feel like, all right, we're, we we can stay home and, and Netflix and chill here. We're right. going to be just fine. Yeah, <laughs> you are not the first. Oh. That book is really, people are loving that book for this time, too, they said. Yeah, exactly. All right. right. Well, we love Thief River Falls. We encourage people to read anything Brian Freeman writes. And thank you so much. And we'll thank talk you. to you in July. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, oh my Brian. Yeah, Brian so Freeman, the book is Thief River Falls, four stars, four, four stars, you guys. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.